Hello, this is Patrick Ball. How are you on this fine day? Welcome to On The Fly, a podcast about whatever comes to mind, really. In this episode, who was Stephen Hawking? Welcome back. In Chapter 5 from the children's book, Who Was Stephen Hawking? by Jim Gioletti. Learn about one of Stephen's most notable discoveries. Chapter 5. New Discoveries One night in 1970, an idea came to Stephen in a flash, just as he was getting ready for bed. Okay, maybe it wasn't really a flash. As Stephen liked to joke, it took him a long time to get ready for bed, so it gave him plenty of time to think over big questions. On this night, he was thinking about black holes, and he had a sudden realization. Some of the work he was doing could be applied to black holes. A black hole is not really black, and not really a hole. It's an area in space with gravity so strong that nothing, not even light, can escape. The boundary of a black hole is called the event horizon. Anything that crosses the event horizon is lost forever. Stephen liked the example of someone paddling in a canoe, heading towards a waterfall. If a person paddles fast and strong enough in the opposite direction, he or she can still get away from the waterfall. But once the canoe falls over the edge, it cannot go back up the waterfall. Could energy escape the event horizon of a black hole? In 1974, Stephen found that it could in the form of positive energy. The energy is like the person in the canoe who paddles away from the edge of the waterfall to avoid going over it. The concept eventually became known as Hawking radiation. It is perhaps the discovery Stephen is best known for. This was a big deal because it showed that the only energy that went over the event horizon and into the black hole was negative energy and that could shrink the hole. When the shrinking hole reached a certain point, it would explode, releasing matter back into space. Stephen said that black holes are not the eternal prisons they were once thought. Things can get out of a black hole, both to the outside and possibly to another universe. And then he made a joke but one with a serious lesson. So if you feel like you're in a black hole, don't give up. There's a way out. Stephen may have felt as if his disease put him in his own personal black hole. But for him, the way out was through his mind. Even though his body continued to slowly break down, his mind was never affected. The same year Stephen discovered Hawking radiation, he worked as a visiting professor at the California Institute of Technology. His family moved him to Pasadena, California for one year. Jane needed more and more help with Stephen, 
so they brought along a university student to help take care of him. From then on, students helped care for Stephen. That was a good situation all around. Jane got the help she needed, Stephen was cared for, and a student spent time with one of the smartest people in the world. The family returned to England in 1975, and Stephen began a job teaching and researching at Cambridge. Stephen won several major awards and medals in the 1970s and earned a promotion with the title of Professor in 1977. Then, in 1979, he became the Lucasian Professor of Mathematics at Cambridge. It might have been the most important honor of his career. There have only been 19 Lucasian professors named after Henry Lucas since England's King George II established the position in 1664. Stephen was number 17. The most famous Lucasian professor was Sir Isaac Newton. At this point, let's insert a little side note. Sir Isaac Newton, 1642 through 1727. In 1665, 22-year-old Isaac Newton sat outside his mother's farmhouse in the English countryside. He watched an apple fall from a tree, and that got him thinking, why do objects fall to the ground? Why don't they fall up? The answer, gravity. More than 20 years later, Newton published his three laws of motion. The first law says that if something is moving, it will keep moving until something makes it stop. If it is still, it will remain still until something makes it move. The second law uses math to show how much force is needed to make something go or stop. The third law says that for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Newton's concepts might seem basic to us now, but in his day, they were a whole new way of thinking. In his lifetime, Newton also made many discoveries about light, color, and math. His work on gravity and the laws of motion changed the way we think about the universe, and he was one of the most influential scientists of all time. In 1979, Stephen and Jane had their third child, Timothy. Stephen tried to live as normal a life as he could with his wife and children. They played in the backyard of their home with the kids sometimes hopping into Stephen's lap for a ride on the wheelchair. They went to the beach. Jane rolled Stephen's wheelchair onto the sand so the waves could splash on his bare feet. When they weren't at the beach, Stephen developed a reputation for zipping around wildly in his wheelchair. One visitor recalls him spinning around in circles several times the moment he was first placed in the chair, and then taking off with his assistant running behind, trying to catch up. However, it was getting very difficult to understand Stephen when he talked. 
Often, Jane or one of Stephen's helpers had to translate what he was trying to say. On November 16, 1979, Stephen signed an agreement to fulfill his duties as the Lucasian Professor of Mathematics at Cambridge. It was the last time he ever signed his name. After that, he could no longer use his hands to write. That was a problem, but he always made the best of his troubles. One has to be grown up enough to realize that life is not fair, he once said. You just have to do the best you can in the situation you are in. Because Stephen couldn't write equations about the physics of space and black holes, he had to think problems through in his mind to solve them. He relied on visualizing the way the universe worked to answer his big questions. Join me next time for Who Was Stephen Hawking? Chapter 6, A Book for Everyone. I'm Patrick Ball. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.